from mom, stepmom, wife, and co-parent. Come with me on this new chapter of new beginnings and adventures to becoming Bonnie, a different mom, and a co-parent. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Becoming Bonnie. Today, I want to introduce to you guys um, a little bit about how I was as a stepmom and my relationship with my stepson, because that's a major part of who I am. I was a stepmom for 11 years. It was the best 11 years ever. I now only have my two girls. So I had to learn how to become a mom of two girls only. When before I had to become a mother myself, I was a stepmom. My husband had a one-year-old son when I met him. And he told me about him. And after a few months of dating, I finally met him. And when I did, this little boy instantly stole my heart. And I enjoyed going out to eat, going to the park, going places, creating memories and adventures, and just playing with him. I remember my husband's family saying that I was playing a part because there's no way someone can bond with someone else's child and genuinely love them that much. But if you know me, you know that I love children and that when I love a child, it is genuine and never fake. And that's what it was with my son. Seven months after I met his son, I found out I was pregnant and my husband and I moved in together. And after several months of that, his son started staying with us every other weekend. And I feel like during my pregnancy is when his son became very attached to me. As you know, I'm Bonnie. And when his son started talking, he started calling me mom and I would correct him and tell him, no, Bonnie. And he would get upset that I would correct him, but I still did. I would tell him, I'm not mommy, I'm Bonnie, you know, and my husband would tell me, he can call you mom, like he loves you, you love him, like it's okay, and I already loved his son so much, and I believe that during this time, he really did become our son, and nothing would have made me happier than for him to call me mom, and not Bonnie, if I'm being honest, but I wanted him to call me mom, because that's what he wanted to do. Not just like, oh, well, I've been calling her mom since I was two. You know, I knew that I would be with my husband for so many more years in our future that I was willing to wait for this moment for when my son wanted to call me mom. My stepson was already my son, so it didn't matter what he called me. This little boy, like, I didn't just change his diapers. Like, I potty trained him. I didn't just play toy trucks with him. I taught him his alphabet. I didn't just care about him because he was my husband's son. I loved this little human being. When my daughter Bethany was born, I made sure that my son didn't feel any less. Not just because he was no longer going to be the only child, but because Bethany was going to be my first child. It's not easy to make sure your oldest doesn't feel any neglect. It's something that I had to put a lot of thought into. I had to subconsciously add him into all of Bethany's routines when he was over our house. And he really was, is the best big brother. I remember she would cry and he would run wherever he was at and grab the bottle, the water bottle and the formula and run to me and say, Sissy's hungry. I would have him help me do the bottle and he would feed Sissy. He would help me pick all her outfits. And when she was sleeping, even though I was tired, because what new mom isn't, I would play with him and give him the attention that he wanted and that he deserved when he was with us. A few months after I had Bethany, we moved into a house we bought, and I made sure that he had a space to call his own, so he had his own room. 
because my husband's family moved in with us and for space purposes, we used his room, but his bed was in there, even though he didn't sleep in it. All of his toys were in there. His clothes and shoes were in the closet and we referred to it as his room. I always tried to make sure that he felt part of our family 100%, even though he didn't stay with us every day. I really tried hard to make sure that he didn't feel any less. And I think I did a pretty good job at that. My two kids were always my priority, despite any issues the adults had between my husband and I or my son's mom and I, because it's never just easy. (laughs) But that is drama for another day. He was my papi and I was his bonnie and I was okay with that. I had birthday parties for him like I did for my daughter. We, he had a full closet over our house even though he was only here on the weekends. We never celebrated anything unless he was with us. We would wait to celebrate. And I did all the mom stuff at school, you know, celebrations, events, stuff like that. My family knew him as my son and treated him as such. For that one year, my husband and I separated. Our son was five. And I would only get to see him when I would drop off or pick up Bethany. And he would run to my car to talk to me. And those five-minute conversations were everything to me. I missed my puppy so much. And I remember being told, I told you not to do so much for him. He's not your son. You need to put all your focus on your daughter and just forget about him. Obviously, I couldn't forget about him. He was my son for four years, and that's hard to let go of. And I never really spoke about how much it hurt me that he was no longer my son. I just kept all of the emotions in and only spoke about it to a couple of people that I was close to because I felt like I didn't have a reason to be sad. I let all the comments that people made get in my head. He was in my blood, you know, so why would I miss him? But I just didn't want him to feel abandoned by me in any way. And I wanted him to know that I loved him no matter what. A year later, I became pregnant with Charlotte. So here we go again, moving back in together. Something to note is that when I left that year that we were separated, I moved out of our home and he and his family stayed there. So when I moved back into our house, it was a fuller house than when I had left. His siblings had spouses and they had just had babies. So a few months after I moved in, They moved out and my mother-in-law, only my father-in-law stayed. And again, I made sure that my son had his own room. This time, it was only his all the time. And my daughters shared the other room. We quickly fell back into routine and the kids adjusted well to us being a family again. During this time, um, my son's mom got married. Still, we didn't see eye to eye. But to me, my son was my priority and I always try to put my best foot forward. I became a mom of three and I had to learn how to adjust my life with three kids, which is chaotic. (laughs) I tried to make sure they all received the attention they needed, which is so hard. But, you know, we made it work with a lot of work and talking and communicating. My son's mom and I were able to put everything aside and become friendly for the kids without getting into so much detail, because that's for another episode. (laughs) We blended our families. And to say the kids loved it is an understatement. Then something beautiful happened and I remember it like it was yesterday. I was on the couch playing with the kids and my son said, mommy. And he goes, whoops, he goes, Bonnie. And, you know, we kept playing. And later that afternoon, I spoke to him and I told him, you know, 
you can call me Bonnie if you want, or you can call me mommy. And I reassured him that whatever it was that he wanted to call me was okay with me. And I wanted him to call me whatever he was comfortable calling me. And he goes, I want to call you mommy. And this little seven-year-old boy had just made me the happiest mom ever. You know, I wasn't just Bonnie to him and mom to my girls. I was finally mommy to my three beautiful kids. And let me tell you, I am so glad that five years prior I had corrected him from calling me mommy and making sure he called me Bonnie because him choosing to call me mommy meant so much. And I earned that title. He felt loved and safe enough to make the choice to call me mom. And that is everything. It's a feeling that I really can't even describe. It's not easy being a stepmom. For 11 years, I tried to be the person he needed and to be an advocate of what he deserved when it came to living in two homes because I knew the struggles he was having. And we would talk about, you know, how I grew up as a stepchild and he would tell me things that he felt. And I knew a lot of the struggles he was having internally. But besides that, like, it's just so hard to set rules for children that are being parented so differently because they're going back and forth between two homes. My son and I had a very close relationship. It really was a son and mom bond. When my husband and I separated two years ago, I knew that my relationship with my son would be hurt. I remembered how I didn't get to see him all those years back, how much it hurt because of it. But now my son was older and I couldn't stay in a marriage for my fear of losing my son because that wasn't fair to my daughters. I remember having a conversation with my son about the separation and besides him being heartbroken, he had a lot of questions that were valid for what his life would look like now. He asked if he could still come to my house. He asked would it be dad's weekend, your weekend, mom's weekend. <laughs> I made it clear that if his parents allowed him to, he was always welcome in my house, in our house. He asked, what if you get a boyfriend or a husband and you move or they don't want me around? And I told him then they won't be around because I come with three kids and you will always have a space in our house. I told him, my love for you is forever. Love doesn't just go away. I don't just love you because I married your dad. I love you because of you. I love when you're being funny, when you're being kind, when you're being grouchy, when you're being bratty. Us moms love everything about our kids from the good and the grouchy parts. I made sure that he knew that he could always count on me no matter what. Months after his dad moved away, my son was put in a difficult situation of not being allowed to talk to me. When they would come for his sisters, I could see the agony he was dealing with when I would talk to him. So I made the heartbreaking decision to take myself out of the equation. I don't come outside when I know he's in the car. When my daughters FaceTime me and he's there, I no longer say hi or try to talk to him. I don't want him to feel the pressure of being forced not to talk to me. And even if he dislikes me because I no longer talk to him, I'd rather that than have him carry the grief of having to ignore me when he sees me because that is not fair to put on a child. I love him so much and I would never want to cause him any more pain in his heart. Because of the relationship we have, I know that he knows. I hope that he knows. I will forever love him and be here for him. 
even though I am told he is not my blood and I should just let him go and I shouldn't feel sad, I'm still sad. I think I will always be sad and miss him. This time I am more open and honest about my pain because I'm entitled to it. He was my son for 11 years and love doesn't go away. I had dreams and hopes of being there when my son accomplished milestones from graduations to new jobs, girlfriends, marriages, to every big and little accomplishment in between. I will be sad that I can't celebrate with him, but I will always be cheering him on from a distance. I pray that one day I'll be able to have a conversation with him, but if I don't, I'm okay with that because my love was always pure when it came to him. He will always be my son because a love for a child will never go away. And if my son ever needs me in my lifetime, I will be there for him. He will always forever be my puppy and I will always forever be his mommy Bonnie. See you guys next week.